Adam Biggs here, and I'm joined this and every week by my good friend and co-host, also much better Magic player than I, Joe DeJoy. How's it going, man? It's going uh, pretty good. I uh, I kind of crushed a GPT last weekend, so riding high on that. That's awesome. Was it what format was the GPT? Uh, standard. And you won. I uh, split first. Split first. Did you take the, the buys? Yeah, I got the buys. Yeah. You don't split unless you get the buys. That's how that works. Yeah. What, what GPs are for? Uh, Grand Prix Montreal. Oh, that's cool. So it's something you can actually go to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um. So um, what did you play for the GP? You still on uh? Yeah, poor color. See a lot of other Zahili decks, or? Uh, yeah, actually, there was one Mardu guy in the in the tournament, and then the majority of the other players that were doing well were four color, and then uh, there were two tower decks. Fair enough. That sounds pretty accurate for the format. Yeah. Um, it's kind of in a place where we're kind of stuck, and uh, it's not going to change much in the next month. But we have hope. Uh, we have a little bit of hope. We have a little bit of hope. We have some spoilers coming out for Amonkhet. Um, they're definitely interesting. We'll start with, um, uh, when was this? Monday this week, um, the first round of spoilers came out. They announced all the promos for the set. Um, the, I believe this is the game day promo for top eighting it. You're talking about the, uh, the demon? Uh, the, the dragon. Oh, yeah, the dragon. Uh, glory bringer. It's three, a red and a red. Um, it's a four, four flyer with haste, the dragon, like you said. So, at this point, it's basically just Stormbreath Dragon. Just that on its own is pretty exciting. And then it says, you may exert Glory Bringer as it attacks, and when you do, it deals four damage to target non-dragon creature and opponent controls. So what does exert mean? Um, well, <laughs> Wizards, actually this got leaked online, and no one knew what it meant, and then Wizards put out an article on their website on later that day. And exert is one of the mechanics in the block where if you exert a creature when it attacks, it doesn't attack at your next turn. So that's basically one of the mechanics we're going to be seeing. I'm excited. Uh, I know I'm definitely going to be playing it alongside Always Watching, because that sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> for sure. I mean, a 5-5 five five that just blames on Tabu something when it attacks sounds awesome. Yeah, I totally want to play the Always Watching Exert deck. I don't know what any of the other Exert cards are, <laughs> it's going to be sweet. Um, so for the for the Amonkhet Pro Tour, I'll write you down for four Always Watching, four Glory Bringers, and then just basic <laughs> that's all you need. <laughs> that's the deck all right you there. Need, all you, you have removal spells. You have. <laughs> you got everything. You got attackers. You got blockers. It's, ev it's everything you need. All right, looking more. All right. Um, other spoilers that came out. Somehow I'm now looking at Modern Master spoilers. That's a little old news. Um, oh, here we are. Uh, Arc Fiend of Ifner. I believe this is the buy a box promo. Yeah. I um, like the theme of that. It is a five four flyer for three black black. It is a demon. And when you cycle, that's exciting. Cycling is back. When you cycle or discard another card, put a minus one, minus one counter on each creature your opponent controls. And this also has cycling, too. Um, so as long as there's really good cycling cards in the set, which I'm assuming there'll be some decent ones, uh, seems pretty exciting. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, the best thing, that the best like case scenario I've seen for this card, and the best argument for it seeing standard play, is that, one, unlike other sort of high-end threats, it's great in multiples because you can just cycle extra copies. Yeah. And two, 
discard your hand and draw that many cards. If you have six cards in hand, you're wiping your opponent's board. Yeah, for which sure. Which, that's very situational, but it could be hilarious. I don't know if that's actually very good. I mean, the, the card's pretty fine on its own. Collector's Defiance, at least, is just three mana, what's it, uh, Flame Slash? It, it deals four to a creature. You, you can choose up to two. Or no, it's, uh... It's Escalate. It's, it's Escalate, an escalate yeah, yeah, yeah. So you should or pay an extra one. Pay an extra two, I believe. Maybe they give. I don't know. I don't know. But, but you pay extra, and each mode is like, deal four damage to a creature with three to an opponent. Or discard, discard your hand, draw that many. Basically, just deal your thing. Um, Which is sweet. Yeah. Uh, that could be good with this, or it just could be bad. I always was pretty high on that card anyway, before... Yeah. Uh, I always thought that card was very good. It's an interesting way of trying to incorporate those three suited removal with from the Planeswalker from Planeswalker decks. We'll get to that in a moment. But um, from the main set, one more rare we got spoiled was Oracle's Vault. It's a four-mana artifact. This thing is weird. This, this card's very weird. It's a four-mana artifact. Uh, you pay two, you tap it, to exile the top card of your library. Um, until end of turn, you may play that card, and you steal Brick Counter from Oracle's Vault. I'm totally getting Legos, first of all. <laughs> <laughs> from my Brick Counter. Um, I'm going to get, like, Connects and Mega Blocks. You know, I can't afford to, to tie in <laughs> Legos too expensive. We'll just go with Mega Blocks. Um, anyway, so you pay two, exile, pay two tap it, exile the top card of your library, and then you can play that card to end of turn. Put a brick counter on it, and then it says tap it, exile the top card of your library, and until end of turn you play that. You may play that card without paying its mana cost. Activate this ability with uh, three or more brick counters on Oracle's Vault. So basically, this kind of reminds me of Brain in the Jar, except better, ish, uh, and not instant and sorceries. <laughs> I don't know how to explain it. It's very odd. Uh, the the one thing that I see as an interesting kind of combo with it is it seems really good with Metalwork Colossus. Yeah, it seems good with Mineral Colossus. The other thing I saw was uh, Paradox Engine. Sure, I guess that that's true. But that's like a janky combo, I'm so...
so mad. Um, one more card, interesting card to talk about. It's not a rare, it's an uncommon, but it has a new mechanic on it. Um, it's called True Heart Duelist. It's Welcome to Yu-Gi-Oh, folks. Yes, pretty much. <laughs> um, it's one and a white for a 2-2 human warrior. So it's a human, I'm already on board. I like playing humans. It's a 2-2 uh, for two, so your bar, I guess, is not that high. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> um, and it can block an additional creature each combat. And it has Embalm 3. So, Embalm mean, Embalm says that if this card is in your graveyard, you can pay the whatever the Embalm cost is. You exile this card from your graveyard, and then you put into play a copy of it, um, a token that's a copy of the card, and it's a zombie in addition to its other effects. So basically, you're making a mummy out of your, your dead creature. Yeah, and it's, it's a copy, too, so it has all of the abilities of the card? Yes, it's a 2-2. Two -two. The, the token would be a 2-2 two -two that can block an additional oh, cool. creature. Oh, cool. When I read it the first time, I thought it was just uh, like a token with power copy pieces to it. Yeah, they actually showed what the token looks like, because they they apparently they have a token for each embalmed thing. And it says, uh, yeah, there's a, it's just the same thing, except it's also a zombie, and it can block an additional creature. And, um, it's, and it's white, not because the card is white, but because all embalmed creatures are going to be white. You think so? That's what it says. That's what it said in the... Uh, oh, did it? In the I notes. Did not, I missed that part of the article then. Yep. Um, that's interesting. It says so that even if the card is, you know, green, red, black, whatever... All the tokens are going to be white? All the tokens are going to be white. Huh. That's it, interesting. It, it's to signify that mummies are created for servitude which is a white concept, like serving a greater power. Okay, fair enough. Um, that makes sense, I guess, flavor-wise. Uh, so that's the only Embalm card we saw. We've only seen the one exert card and no token coming back. So those look like our three main mechanics for this deck. Hopefully there'll be And more. the bricks. Don't the bricks. Brick. Oh, brick counters. I don't know. If that, that might just be on this card. I really I really hope there's brick counters everywhere because I will have a bag full of Legos with me at all times. They, uh, they showed that they're doing little punch-out cards. Uh-huh. That have uh have brick counters, minus one, minus one they're counters. Just counters. <laughs> yeah, they're they're just little cartoon bricks. Huh. So still gonna use Legos. I'm excited about that. Um and hopefully we'll get to, you know, build a pyramid. <laughs> oh I get I get that now. That makes sense. Yeah. The flavor is there, I guess. Had I just had a moment. Um <laughs> so we also saw th just a handful of um Commons that and uncommons got spoiled. Nothing too cool. special. Um, six cents, which is just a functional reprint of Tomb Sense. Yeah. Might better art. Giant spider. With better, with better art. art. Much better art. Impeccable timing is going to be back in the set. Um, Ancient Crab, Hyena Patch, which is just four mana, three, four. Grave Digger. The Grave Digger uh, art was beautiful. The Grave Digger art is beautiful. And, I mean, Grave Digger's always a, a playable magic card. Yeah. It's always it's really good in no matter the Janet matchup you pick your way. The only thing out of this wave of commons and uncommons that got spoiled that is very interesting is uh, Flay is back in standard. And this makes me very excited. You want, are, 
source of a lot of brews for a long time, the next two years. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm sure you will be able to go on uh, MTG Goldfish and Saffron Olives will have 18 million flavor brews just lined up for all the casuals. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Lots of Saffron Olive brews. Um, uh, also spoiled this week um, were the Planeswalker deck promos, or the Planeswalkers for the Planeswalker decks. These are legal and standard, but not in the main set. And there's normally a reason why they're not in the main set. They're very often not very good. Gideon actually looks Gideon playable, though. Gideon looks playable. We and do not know what the loyalty cost any of these Planeswalker is, though, the starting loyalty of each of these Planeswalker is. But, um, assuming it's at least, like, a, like a decent three? amount for five minutes. Like, even, three, if, even if it's three or four. This Gideon looks playable, and the Planeswalker deck's probably going to be, like, $100. That's how <laughs> that <thing> works. Um, <laughs> I guess the same, um, I say that all the time. Uh, <laughs> the... So Gideon Marshall Paragon, it's four and a white, uh, plus two, untapped creatures you control, and they get plus one, plus one until end of turn. Zero, until end of turn, becomes a five-five human soldier with indestructible, that's a planeswalker, hey, turn all damage Gideon. at the end of this turn. Yeah, it's Gideon. Yeah, that's Gideon's thing. And minus ten, which, Whatever. We, d we don't know how hard it's going to be to get that, we don't know what the loyalty is. I but mean, the, the issue is that it's already playable. Yeah. Creatures you control get plus two, plus two until end of turn. Tap all creatures your opponent control. Oh, uh, okay. So it's like uh, it's like a bad Elspeth with the six mana Elspeth. Yes. Which is which is a plus two, plus two with flying. Yes, pretty much. Um, to note, the plus two it says untap all creatures you control. They get plus one, plus one the end, until end of turn. If exert becomes like a very popular mechanic and there's a lot of good exert cards, that is relevant. If you the turn before, and then you can cast this and yeah, get in again with your Stormbest Dragon. Yeah, that's a little messed up. Uh, that seems really good. So I am very surprised that this Gideon is playable at only five mana. Uh, like the last Planeswalker deck we were seeing, seven and eight mana Planeswalkers, it's just not. I mean, I think playable. I think both of the, I think both Chandra and Nissa was six. Chandra and Chandra and Nissa was six, and then Tezzeret was like five or six. Ooh, Tezzeret was five. I missed that. Tezzeret was. This Either definitely way. seems like the most playable so far. I think Wizards is kind of testing their boundaries and seeing what they can do with these Planeswalker decks. Because if they're only limited to the Planeswalker deck, and it ends up being like a highly sought-after card, it's going to be more expensive because the Planeswalker decks aren't getting as many advantages yet. Yeah, exactly. There was kind of an issue with that with the last one. They printed, I think it's called Flame Latch. Yep. It was a three and a red, four damage target creature or player instant speed. And it actually play in some deck lists and it was like a three or four dollar card out of these out of these decks because people needed them yeah even if it's not highly played if it's played in, uh, and in pretty much anything if you need it you're gonna have to buy that deck for it the other planeswalker deck is liliana uh li the name of the card is liliana death wielder this one is seven mana five and two black unplayable Un already unplayable <laughs> I'm, I'm off it plus two put a minus one minus one counter on up to one target creature uh, minus three, destroy target creature with a one minus one minus one counter on it. Super conditional. Uh, that minus ability is going to be extremely very good. So you're saying that her plus ability is worse than the plus ability of the three mana Liliana? What one? The standard one or Liliana the Veil? The, the standard one. everything's going to be worse than Because <laughs> uh, yeah, the standard one is minus, minus two, minus one until your next turn. But this one's a minus one minus one counter. So I guess this stays forever. So it depends on what you're looking at. I guess, but again, we're trying to we're trying to compare a seven mana card. 
Oh, three. also All true. Right. <laughs> not this. This is uh, not really uh, like this isn't playable. Uh, the minus ten is return all creature cards from your graveyard to the battlefield. If you can do that, congratulations. Uh, you're probably dead by then. So, again, we don't know what the starting loyalty is. I would assume it has to be at least five or six since it's seven mana to cast it. But we will find out soon enough. Um, so then, the other thing, we have one more spoiler. Well, a set of spoilers to talk about. Twenty-five to be Twenty-five exact. to be exact. Um, this is going to be interesting. So, last night... Uh, well, yesterday during the day it was announced that a certain a handful of streamers would get spoilers at like 5 or 6 p.m., I think, yesterday. Yeah. Around then, 6 p.m., I think. And there was a dump of all the ma masterpieces for this set. They are called Invocations. All right. Let me get on board with that. Um, the first one I saw was... What one was it? Oh, I saw... The first, the first one I saw was Maelstrom Pulse. And, again, we're on the radio, so you can't see this per se, but go ahead and look for yourself. These are the ugliest masterpieces to date. These are Possibly the, the ugliest, ugliest trading card game cards that I've ever seen. These are up there with Future Sight, with the Future Sight border. Well, they're, they're probably worse than the Future Sight border. Yeah, they're, they're definitely worse than the Future Sight border. The Future Sight border still makes their card look like a magic card. Yeah. These don't even look like they're from magic. They look like Yu-Gi-Oh cards. They... Which is fine. 
like all the good cards are blue normally. So, <laughs> um, going through, there's Containment Priest, which is cool, I guess. And Containment Priest is only printed in a Commander set, or was it Conspiracy? Still, it was in a limited print run set. So that's it's only been printed in one set. Yeah, um, Divert. I don't know who needs that. It might be a Commander card. I don't it, know. I'm not sure. Uh, Spell Pierce. Doesn't make much sense to me. Spell Pierce does not need a reprint. Nope. It's just. I mean, it's a common, and yeah. it's not. It's, it's, a, com it's not a sought after common. A very lightly played common in modern, and, and like, like everybody has them, so it's not that big of a deal. Uh, Stifle, which is cool. The I, the art on Stifle is really nice. I'm, it is notable that the art on all these cards is awesome. Some like, of, the, some the of card them art sure. itself. But again, another gripe I have with just the design in general is the card art is smaller than on normal archetypes. Yeah, they make everything look weird. It's like uh, a large amount of people worldwide recognize magic cards for the art. Yeah. Especially, you know, commentators. Yeah, it's going to be really tough for... Uh, like, the first time that Patrick Sullivan or Cedric Phillips has to look at one of these things and try and guess what it is, <laughs> I'm just going to start laughing. That's going to be quite the game. I'm sure Patrick Sullivan will know. He's pretty good at that stuff. Uh, <laughs> it's also uh, Attrition. Again, I don't know why. Commander, is it? Yep. Uh, Diabolic Intent. That's pretty cool. Uh, what does that card even do? Uh, one to black. As an additional cost to cast it, sacrifice a creature, and you search the library for a card. I think that's how you do it. So, so it's like a diabolic tutor, but you have to sacrifice a creature. Well, it's, ba it's bad demonic tutor. Or demo de that's what I meant, not diabolic tutor. Demonic tutor. So why, why did we not just go with demonic tutor? We already went over this. Wizard Haste. <laughs> uh, my favorite one of all these uh, masterpieces, uh, Entomb. The art on this is pretty cool. Like It's like sand falling in. This guy's getting like stuck. I mean, that one specifically makes sense. It does make sense. Because we are in a desert. Yep. And you're in making mummies. And, and we're stuff. making mummies, so <laughs> in tune, yeah, I get it. Like I said, aggravated assault, austere command, daze, which is interesting. I love the art on this is kinda weird. I don't know if I like it. It definitely looks like daze. Yeah. <laughs> um loyal retainers. I didn't even know what this was a card before this. Uh, uh that's the one that you sacrifice to return a legendary? Yeah. Wow. Pulled that one out of nowhere. That was pretty good. I don't, I'm <laughs> impressed. Uh <laughs> There's uh, Dark Ritual, which is also, the art on this is cool, but it's just so small, and it doesn't make any sense to me why these are so ugly. Uh, Vindicate, uh, Force of Will, which is cool, it'd probably be like $400. And no, uh, maybe. Maybe if people actually like these borders and want the color. I think, of, I think, so I think we have to wait and see what they look like foil, first of all. Like, they could, in fact, just be not as bad as we think they are in person. It's going to be close. I doubt it. <laughs> um, I doubt it. Yeah, but uh, there's Mind Twist, Worship. The, the Vindicate art is actually really cool, too. It's uh, one of the gods striking down the Nibelung. Oh, yeah, I do like that one. That one's pretty sweet. Um, let's see what else. Force of Will, Mind Twist, Worship. Worship's weird. I don't know why they did that. Well, again, Worship. Oh, okay. Egypt. Like Multiple there's gods. There's no theme with these. I think it's the theme is really just Playable cards. That Egypt playable cards that we can somehow make it to fit our theme of the set of like Egypt stuff. Yeah, and I guess even playable.
like smaller and the font and everything else. Yeah, they had to fit more they words. They had to fit in more it. words, so they just like made it not bold and smaller. It's weird. Yep. It looks like it's a different font completely. I'm very confused. Uh, uh, Chain Lightning, Aiden Mind Sensor, Attack oh, Negation. Uh, I want to point out that the. So I hate all of these. Oh, yeah. I hate all of these with a passion, but the red cards actually look fine. They look yes. better. I think the red ones and the black ones look okay. And I, I guess it's just like the, the color scheme works better. Yeah, the blue ones look terrible. The but white ones look pretty bad. And then there's no green ones, so, <laughs> you know. Just no simple. Just no simple. No scrolls, no source, no nothing more. I think the most interesting thing to pull from this is that Wizards is willing to try crazy new things, but someone should have been there to kind of say, dial it back a little bit. We, we get that you want to try new things and be expressive, but this looks like a first draft. And yeah, it looks like they just kind of like... One of my friends, like in a Magic group page, someone said that it looks like they hired some graphic design kid out of college, and <laughs> he was just like, oh, look, it's cool, it's Egyptian, and Wizards are just like, we don't have time for this. Yeah, they're <laughs> like, like, we, we don't, this is fine. <laughs> we don't have any more time. Yeah, we're, Put it we're on done. literally the day before. Yeah. Uh, tax negation, lots of bad, no simples. Uh, consecrated Sphinx, counter spell, and counter balance. Those are our 25. Um, yeah, so the, the majority of the cards are, are playable. It's like the, like the masterpieces. There's only a few real duds, you know. Yeah. Old foil retainers, attrition. Worship's not great. Awesome ten. Worship sees sees play, and uh, actually, as a as a masterpiece, it makes the most sense because worship is a card that people play exactly one of. Fair enough. Yeah, so. that does make sense, I guess. Uh, also, to note, this is the first time since we started they started doing masterpieces that there's no standard reversal, unless any of these some of these cards get reprinted in standard, which. So we we oil retainers. <laughs> so we had five last time. What are your picks for the? What if do you, I had what do you to pick? pick Five that they're gonna that that you actually think that they would print, not not your your hopes and dreams. Oh no, I think actual actual things. Aggravated assault. All right. I think they could print attrition. Uh, I think attrition is too powerful for some standard. Really? It's like a four mana green that gives a sacrifice to creature. Yeah, but it's really good. <laughs> it's one of those things. Fair enough. Uh, it's one of those things where you don't think it's as powerful as. 
days away. Three days away. There's still hope that Wizard <laughs> is playing some cool jokes and that these aren't uh, really cards that are happening. So I sure hope not. My hope was that the the sideways card that we were talking about last show was there as a fool's joke, but <laughs> now I, I've abandoned all hope <laughs> for them designing a cool magic card ever again. <laughs> they, they, they lost their privileges to like innovate at all. <laughs> After this, there has to be some sort of petition to stop all of that. Yeah, for sure. Um, we're just going to take one quick break, and we'll be back in a few minutes to talk about uh, modern. Yeah, we'll be back in one moment. from 
Shadow is generally accepted as the best deck right now. There's different builds for it, too. It's like, um... Sorry about that. There's, like... There's Jund, there's Sultai, Grixis... Most of the, it started out as like a Jun deck though that plays like it's like a Delirium deck that plays Traverse the Ovenwald and a lot of discard stuff. Even before that, there was I mean there there was the the Death Shadow combo deck. Oh, the, the yeah yeah. Before was a banning, uh, and that was a completely different thing. Yeah, and when they banned the Jataxian probe, everyone thought that like Death Shadow would just fall off the map, and instead now it's just the best deck. Instead now people try different things and like oh I can play Snowflake <laughs> in this deck. Oh, okay. this deck would have been better before <laughs> they built it like this. Yep. Like, all these cards were modern legal before, aside from Fatal Push, which got printed, obviously. Yes, and Fatal Push definitely supercharges the archetype, but, I mean, even if this deck was playing Lightning Bolt, it'd still be fine. Yeah, for sure. Um, the interesting thing, my favorite part of looking at these deck lists is always the one or two copies of Carfire, um, because of the fact that you need to four card types in your graveyard for Delirium, for Traverse the Ovenwald. A lot of the time, you're car-firing yourself <laughs> to deal yourself your damage to get into Death Shadow range and plus, the Karma plus are add two card types to your graveyard, plus Karma Glyphs is bigger, and yeah, the deck's definitely interesting. Um, did, did you notice Street Race, like, jump in overnight a couple in, weeks ago? In price? Yeah, it was, uh, it was like a $3 uncommon or common or whatever it is, and then it went down to 30 for a playset, so it's like, what, $7 each, $8 each? Yeah, somewhere in that range. Um, but still, it did spike in price just recently. Uh, it, it makes sense. Uh, it, it's not a card that gets, it's not a card that can be printed easily, although it has cycling, <laughs> so... <laughs> that would be dangerous. I don't think they can print Street Race in Standard. Maybe. 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 But it uh, gets a I lot better when it's putting minus and minus counters on things, too, as well as drawing those cards. Uh, what's the creature type on, on Street Race? Is it's it Zombie? No, it's Wraith. Oh. Whatever that is. <laughs> um, yeah, if it was Zombie, that'd be... That would be absolutely be perfect. I would be so on board for that. Oh, man, because then you could tap out for the Demon, and then cycle this instant speed while you have no mana open, and your Sahili opponent's not playing around anything. I, mean, I think I vomited in that <laughs> <one>. <laughs> I did a little bit, too. I did earlier when I was looking at deck editions. That was just kind of like, it's been sitting there. Oh my god, I, <laughs> I, want, I want a Street Race reprint more than anything now. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Take all my money, Wizards. Um, so, aside from Death Shadow, according to the MTG Goldfish metagame, which isn't always entirely accurate, it's very close, but uh, a lot of times... Yeah, there's always, there's more modern tournaments online. Or, well, yeah. eternal tournaments online, so... Um, yeah, so it's more the online metagame, which is very similar normally to the paper metagame. It's usually like a week or two ahead. Yeah, because it, everything just evolves quicker online. But specifically for modern, it actually moves faster than even the standard metagame. Yeah. So this, this might not even be representative of what you play in against in modern or anything. Yeah, Um. so some of the popular decks right now according to MTG Goldfish, are Affinity, which I don't think Affinity is actually that good right now, and I think it's more of uh, people are just stuck playing the decks they own. Uh, but maybe. I've seen, I, I think I think you're right in that, like, the traditional build of Affinity 
most games are thrown at hand anyway for the most part. Yeah, I mean, I think if 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 action card was legal, this event would be obscene, just because looking at your opponent's hand before deciding whether you want to take this or not <laughs> is just <laughs> that seems really good. It's just um, absolutely nuts. Yeah, and then you'd be playing effectively a person's keeper at that point. Yeah, but at at the same time, I don't think we would have ever discovered this deck if Probe wasn't banned. Yeah, it's weird because this just wasn't on the map at all. It was totally everyone was all in on the combo version. Yeah. And Death Shadow's in a weird place where it kind of rewards you for playing games the way modern wants to be played. Like all of the good cards in modern cost you life anyway. Yeah. And so if you, you know, crack fetch lands, shock yourself, Thoughtseize. <laughs> I still like to car fire yourself doing Yeah, so sometimes <laughs> sometimes you gotta go deep, but usually Shadow's definitely interesting. Um, like we said, Affinity's always kind of going to be up there. Some other things we're seeing, uh, Ban Eldrazi, which is kind of like the good guy deck right now. That's just kind of the quote-unquote fair deck. I would never consider Ban Eldrazi the good guy. But I w that's not what I meant. I meant the, the quote-unquote fair deck where they're just kind of playing good creatures and trying to beat down with them. But, like, there's nothing fair about it because you're playing turn three Thought Not Spheres. So... Burn 
like he played half exile on the sideboard, which is helpful. You know, sure. And deflecting Tom is pretty sweet in the matchup. Deflecting Tom is really interesting. But again, like the deck played the four Inquisitions. Yeah. And but Drix's deck played counter spells. So. Um. You want to burn? It, it's a it's a weird thing because I imagine you get to this position where you have two cards in hand. They're at six or so.
as, as we were talking about, it is unified modern, so you have to kind of save extra. Don't share card pools. Uh, ad nauseum is probably.